Hi guys, welcome to the Strong with Julie podcast. Today we have a really special guest. You guys probably know her from Instagram at Fitness for Lazy Girls. Isabel, how are you? Hey Juliana, hey everyone. Super excited to be on the podcast today. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. It's Friday. Yes, yeah. it's Friday. Any I'm fun f- plans this weekend? Um, I was supposed to go on this like boat party tomorrow, but it's like a hundred percent chance of rain, so We'll see. We'll see. But one of my best friends is actually moving to the city this weekend. So I'm super excited to see her. That's going to be fun. Well, today, I just want to learn more about you, about your journey, coaching, all that kind of stuff. So can we go back in time and can you kind of walk us through what your fitness journey has looked like? Yeah. So I guess I, I started from a pretty young age, like when I was like 13 or so. I'm 23 now. So like 13 or so, I like got into fitness. I started doing cardio or some classes. I was into kickboxing for a while, into bar for a while. Honestly, like you probably can relate. I don't know, but that, that era, like 13 years old, like 2014 was like the Tumblr age where everyone was just like obsessed with like thigh gaps and whatnot. So it was like a very unhealthy mindset back then. But I got into you know, once I started going to the gym a lot, I started getting into weightlifting and kind of found like a new balance where I was focusing on getting stronger instead of skinnier. And I learned a lot like along the way about like weightlifting, you know, eating healthy. I tracked macros for a while. I had a few coaches. Um, and then I'd always kind of wanted to like start in Instagram or something because that's mm-hmm. basically learned everything myself. I'd always followed influencers. And then when the pandemic hit March 2020, I was kind of just like, let's do it. <laughs> just yeah. create like, um, a private account, like no profile pictures, just followed my friends and started like posting tips. And then at some point I was like, great, let's, let's do it. And just Make went it public. public. Yeah. Just been working on it ever since. But yeah, I think, I think that's it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I feel like 13 is really young to start, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, well, I think it was honestly just because I wasn't, I wasn't into sports. I didn't really do anything. Like yeah. I've always no hand-eye coordination. So I was just like, yeah. <laughs> like running in my basement. Um, and obviously like wanted to just like be skinny back then, which was not great looking back, but it definitely like, got me started in the fitness world and like going towards some more healthy habits later on. Definitely. That's awesome. I feel like when I was 13, I... I was just, like, a failed sports person. Like, every time I tried a sport, I was just so bad at it, so clumsy. But I also started my Instagram like that in March 2020. So I think that – I really think the pandemic was a blessing in disguise because it's kind of like, wow, we don't have much time in this life. I might as well just do it, you know? YOLO. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people started back then, too. I mean, of course – pandemic was not great for a lot of people yeah I know I know yeah but definitely I think a lot of people started back then too and like even just getting into fitness I think like March 2020 seemed to seemed to be the time definitely and what was your relationship with food throughout your journey like that was kind of how you went about like with your fitness but how was your relationship with food yeah, I mean, I think that changed a lot along the way. Like, like I was saying, when I was like 13, I had like definitely like more disordered eating habits, like from those younger ages. And I think like, probably a lot of people around our age, but I'm sure like just people in general in those young, like tween years kind yeah. of 
struggle with that a bit, like body image and restricting. So I definitely, you know, didn't have a great relationship with food when I was younger and would restrict a lot, tried a lot of those fad diets, um, kind of like everything around the block in terms of like cutting out different foods and like trying different things. Yeah. And then more about fitness. I think I started learning about like cutting and bulking and like those types of cycles. So I got super into like counting macros um, and learning more about nutrition, which was honestly very helpful, helpful from what I was at before, like just mm. cutting out specific food groups, like feeling pretty guilty and like binge restrict earlier. Counting macros definitely helped me get out of that mindset and like find a balance. So like it was very helpful at the time. I did that for quite a few years and then actually I did that up until July, 2020 mm-hmm. and July, 2020, I was just going through some stuff like relationship wise. And I was like, all right, you know what? This like macro counting is just another stressor. Yeah. Can't and then kind of just started practicing intuitive eating, found much more of a balance um, without like counting and kind of just eating whatever I want and getting back in touch with my hunger cues. And then ever since then, I guess it's like almost been two years. I've kind of just practiced like that balanced approach with trying to eat healthy foods that make me feel good when I can. But like, I also go out to dinner, you know, I like ice cream, I like candy and I'll like go out and get drinks. So I think now I've definitely developed like a much better relationship with food as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I think even with counting macros, some people demonize it now because it's very calculated and kind of a sense of control. But I think it's almost necessary to track them for a bit so you can like learn the portion sizes. It's just sometimes people hold on to that for too long. You know what I mean? Like even with my clients, I'm like, okay, four to six months, let's learn, get the gist of it. And then like you can be intuitive like with that mindset. Is that kind of how you approach coaching? Totally. Yeah. I think that, um, like macro counting can be a great tool to like understand nutrition. And especially like if you have a very specific goal, it can be very helpful. Um, for my coaching, I work with a platform that I, that like has all the meals. So like I'll count their macros for them and like do the calorie breakdowns or whatever. And it'll just be reflected in their meal plan. So Mm -hmm. typically my clients don't have to count calories. Some of them do if they want to be like more exact, but it's definitely something that like can be really bad if it gets obsessive but often it can be like a great tool to understand nutrition and also like reach your goals definitely definitely I love your meal inspo on Instagram too oh my god thank you yeah (laughs) recently I've just been posting like toast recipes because I get so lazy about like making real food it's the oh no I saw the to- the pizza toast and then the one with like the yogurt or custard yeah. and I tried that mine came out so ugly but it tasted really good. Yeah, it was really good. I think I saw that on TikTok. I think it was like a trend a month ago, but it's definitely really good. Mine was it took like 30 minutes for mine to cook. I think I did it wrong. But yeah. You're just bringing back the trend. Honestly, you're, I, I've been loving your reels. Where do you come up with these ideas? Is it from like your client struggles or is it kind of just ideas that you, that pop into your head? Yeah, I don't really know. I think like sometimes, like I obviously like spend so much time scrolling on TikTok, not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> like, so many trends on there and then just do them. But then for things that like aren't related to trends, I think it's more, like I'll often ask like a Q&A at the beginning of the week and then like if people have questions that are popping up a lot I'll like make reels related to that mm. um but thank you I actually feel like you have like the biggest reel inspo you're always oh. posting 
those, those tips, the side by side, I think I asked you like a month or so ago, I was like, how do you do the side by side? Because they're so helpful. Like the lat pull down one you posted, I've started doing that. Oh, <laughs> thank you. The, yeah, the app is pick play post. I have to pay for it. Yeah. But it's yeah. worth it. It's worth it. Instagram just came out with this thing. I don't know if you saw it, but you can get bonuses or paid from yeah. your reels. And it was like yeah. the max is $30,000. And I was like, what in the world? But you have to get like 300 million views. And I'm like, whoa, what is going on? I know. I literally, I guess I just got approved for like monetization. So the first two reels I posted like right away, it was like, oh, $100. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to keep posting it. But I guess they try to like give that to everyone, I think, to like incentivize you. And then after that, you get like a dollar. Like, (laughs) I think it's, it's so hard now with reels. Like everyone says this, like, I wish I had really started with the reels like a year or two ago when they came out because it was so viral. Yeah. it's harder. It's confusing, but I don't know. I guess I've like kind of changed my mindset of like, let me just cater to the people that I have now and then it'll like organically grow. Cause it is hard because you're basically your job statistics and all your back end stats are like public. So it's like yeah. very like, it's kind of like a mind fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? It really is. But that's, that's the thing too. I was like hesitant to do reels because my feed posts would get so many more likes and I'm like if they're getting so many more likes like mm-hmm. why would <laughs> why would yeah. I just do reels? but I guess reels actually like does reach new people even if it's a small amount and I totally agree I feel like when I started just like focusing on what my followers and like people engaging actually liked I was like getting such a more engaged community than just trying to like grow in general yeah definitely such a good little mindset switch so you have Instagram and TikTok do you do YouTube? I yeah. thought you did. I, I got. I need to get better at TikTok and YouTube. I like try to post on TikTok, yeah. but it's weird because like I would say TikTok is like my favorite for mm. scrolling personally. But I have, I don't know. I I think for like creating, I'm so much better on Instagram than on mm. TikTok. We're trying, we're trying. I did like two YouTube videos and. I want to get back into that too, but it's just like so much content, you know? (laughs) It's it's hard, right? I kind of want to be like a part of me is like, okay, let me do YouTube and do long form helpful tips. But then I'm like, wait, I also want to be like a vlogger, (laughs) but I'm like, wait, but that's not really me. I'm not aesthetic, but I think people (laughs) like my non-aestheticness. Like the fact that even you like posting on Instagram is just like very real and raw. And I think they like that. Yeah, my my family and, like, some of my friends actually make fun of me sometimes. They, like, when I post up on my story, like, food or something, they're like, are you trying to get people to unfollow you? Because you're so not aesthetic. (laughs) But it's real life. How, yeah, I actually wanted to talk about this, but, like, I I don't know if you posted this in the beginning, but, like, your real versus... Uh, unedited versus edited pictures like was that hard for you to start doing because it's very it's like a very vulnerable state and even me sometimes I'll like post when I'm bloated or something like that and sometimes I get in my head about it but I feel like those are the posts that make the most impact because people are like she's a real person you know what I mean yeah no honestly like I at first a little bit it was like ugh, like kind of don't know if I want to put myself out there like that but then I realized like whenever I post those type of things they definitely get like the most like positive engagement like I'll get people messaging me like this helps so much and I'm like okay that obviously makes me not 
that makes me want to post it because like I obviously get a lot of um like good engagement and like feel like I'm really connecting with people through it um I guess like the more annoying part of those posts is I get like that's where I get the most hate comments on them it's like the two extremes what do you what do you do about those I don't know like Okay, so in the past, I feel like hate comments, it's just kind of like, ugh, you're such a loser. Like, why are you commenting on my stuff? Like, I don't even care, and I would think it's funny. But then sometimes I'm like, I don't know. Like, sometimes they add up a bit where I'm just like, it's you're actually annoying. Like, like I had, I've had some of those posts get a lot of likes, so then obviously they go on people's Explore pages. Yeah. And then, like, the top comments will be like, LOL. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, like mean things. Yeah, and it'll have, like, 400 likes. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. Oh, the comment will have 400 yeah. likes. And so, I, I mean, like, maybe I should just leave it open to discourse, but honestly, sometimes I just block them. I'm like, this is, like, my page at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. It, it's not, like, a public forum, so. I, I block delete immediately. Yeah. You should. That's what I do. I don't even give them the satisfaction of a reply or, like, yeah. attention. It's, like, a quick block and delete because all of those accounts are no profile picture no follower like you're a bot (laughs) and you have to go i know it's so true it's interesting too because like the hate comments will be like on the opposite ends of the spectrum you know like some people will be like like i'll post one like um posed versus like relaxed and then half the comments will be like lol there's literally no difference i'm like all right well i don't know that but then the (laughs) other Ew, lose weight and I'm like okay that I don't care like yeah because I'm at my body so I just think you're afraid for commenting that it's more the ones that are like mm. that that they look too similar that that's when I'm like Ugh, is this really my place you know what I mean yeah but you know it's like one bad comment for every 100 good ones so yeah. you gotta yeah you gotta keep Definitely. That reminds me of someone's post. Who is it? She does Real Me Monday. What is her name? Oh, really? I don't know. Oh, Bree. Bree Lannanman. Oh. Yeah. You remind me of her. You guys are so... Oh, uh, really? My, like, favorite accounts to follow are those. Maybe I'll start doing that. I don't know. I yeah, I don't know if I have the confidence to do that. You guys are confident queens. I need, to, I need some of that. Because I'm, like, really honest with my followers, too. I'm, like, guys, yeah. I'm, like, having a really bad body image day. And yeah. I don't I don't know if I – I don't really know how to go about that yet. But, yeah. And you don't have to. Like, yeah. I feel like, honestly, so many people post it now, too. Like, sometimes it doesn't – that's that's sometimes the thing I wonder, too, where, like, the hate comments get to me a bit where I'm, like, ugh, I don't want to be coming across as not genuine because, like, yeah. you know – it's, like, almost the trend right now. So yeah. I feel like if that's not something you're, like, comfortable doing, just, like, don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe if I get into vlogging, then that can yeah. be a thing. But, yeah. Okay, I want to transition a little bit and talk about, li- like, you're living in New York oh. and your new job and um, just kind of how you balance it all. But first, how is it like living by yourself post-grad because I'm about to graduate in a week or two and I'm freaking out like life after post-grad I'm freaking out yeah no it's it's honestly fine so I actually live with two roommates so I'm not alone but I do spend like yeah. a lot they're like away a lot so I will be alone sometimes and 
I'm not gonna lie, like, sometimes when I'm alone, it's just, like, I lock the doors and stuff. Like, it's a little scary, like, moving yeah. away from college town to the city. But, of course, like, it's mainly safe if you stay safe and, like, it's it's good. And, like, you are working all day, so you're busy, you know? Like, when people ask me for plans in the week, it's obviously, like, it'll be Monday. They'll be like, let's do plans Wednesday. And I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds so fun. Let's do it. Yeah. But then Wednesday comes around, you're kind of like, oh, my God, I'm beat from working all day long. So, like, you end up not really even needing the social interactions as much as you would in college because obviously you're around your friends all the time and it's so much easier you have so much more flexibility um so I feel like you kind of just start really putting a lot more appreciation in the weekends even when you get to see people hang out with them um but yeah honestly like it has been great I've loved living in the city I'm not gonna lie like it was a bit of a weird transition like Mm -hmm. I think um I don't know. Like, obviously, I feel like my life has a lot of structure. Like, I have a job. I have my Instagram. I have my own little business. I have my friends and, like, my family are, like, an hour away. But it still is strange, like, transitioning out of that, like, structure of college and kind of, like, adjusting to, you know, real world. Like, you kind of, like, have to do it yourself. But, sorry, I'm, like, (laughs) like, scaring you. But it's, it's honestly fine. And it is great. I would say just, like make sure you have like those plans with your friends so you feel like you're not seeing them at all because it is a transition away from like seeing them every day you know yeah I feel like my situation is different though because I commute to school so like I don't even see anyone like Monday through Friday no yeah Monday through Friday no one texts me nothing happens because they know like I'm busy (laughs) like okay so you live at home and you commute to school yeah Oh, so it's going to be literally the same for you. Yeah, except I'll be living alone. So now I'm like... Yeah. No, but it's okay. Like, you're... So right now you're living with your family then? Yeah, it's a full house. I have, like, my mom, my dad, my brother, my grandparents, and then my mom's mom, like, comes from Brazil and stays with us sometimes. And we have a new dog, so it's like... Oh I, I think I'm going to appreciate the silence for a bit, but then I might get a little lonely quick. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I think it probably will be a transition, to be honest. But, like, you'll probably, like, appreciate having that space and making your own schedule and, like, doing everything you need to do. And you'll be so, like, happy when you get to come home. But I realize sometimes, like, when I go home, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> it's so loud. <laughs> I forgot what it's like to, like, have everyone, in, like, all around when I kind of want to be doing my own thing. So, like, you'll settle into, like, having your own life and... Definitely. There are definitely pros and cons, but you'll 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 be fine. <laughs> Thank you. Can you walk us through an ideal morning routine and then maybe an ideal night routine? Let's do on a work day. Yeah. Okay. This is something I need to get better at. Like, ideal on- though. Like yeah, I know I- there's the days that we just roll out of bed and we're like on our phone for 20 minutes and then we just get ready and go to work. Like I know that happens, but ideally, what would your morning routine look like? Okay. I. Ideally, let's think of ideal. Okay, so ideal would be like I would get out of bed. This never happens because I really do go on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. Stop. I always check my DMs first. Is that what you do? Um, what do you do? What no, do you I like. I literally go on TikTok. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I need to delete the app. I swear to God. Um, but yeah, at least you're honest. The ideal will be get out of bed do my skincare. I've been trying to get into skincare and hair care a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. Put my contacts in, put on a cute workout outfit. Maybe I'll put on a little makeup, but I never do that during the week, honestly. So (laughs) let's leave that. 
Okay, put on a cute workout outfit, and then I will make some breakfast. So recently, I've been having ricotta toast with honey, which Ooh. I just had. So good. And matcha lattes. So I literally have those both right next to you right now. And then I'll go on my computer, um, catch up on, like, some of my client work, and look through my work emails as well. So kind of just, like, what whatever came yesterday, sort through that quickly, but don't do any, like, serious work with that yet I'll save that for later a little bit Mm -hmm. I will post like my first Instagram of the day so typically I'll try to post like two reels I feel like you probably do the same or do you do more I do a reel and then I'm doing like the intermediate series right now so I'll do a workout yeah okay yeah makes sense so I'll try to do something similar like I'll post like one reel in the morning that I have already like set up like earlier in the week and then do that that'll take probably like all of that will be like an hour or so and I'll be like done with my breakfast and then go to the gym and get that done mm-hmm. and then that's probably the morning right I think that's yeah <laughs> that's it that's a nice routine though you get your workout in movement self-care set yeah. up your day yeah that's I, ideal yeah, that would be ideal I think what typically happens though <laughs> is I'll like spend a little oh and ideal would be like I'll make my bed and like clean up my room for the day yeah. but uh what typically happens is I'll be on my phone a little longer and I'll get on my computer and do those catching up things and get carried away and end up working way longer. (laughs) That's I'm like trying to find a balance with now. I need to start setting a timer for just like one hour Mm. and then just like do whatever I can and leave because you can always like do more work, you know? Yeah. I feel like I'm the same. When I wake up, I can't just get up, put my sneakers on, go straight to the gym. I need to open my computer and at least, like, have a rough draft of the day. Yeah. And it, like, settles me. Or also be at the gym thinking, like, oh, my God, do I have to do this? Do I have to do that? It, like, makes me feel better. Um, But what helps me – I don't know. Do you drink pre-workout or no? Like, any sort of pre-something drink? I've been in a while, but I might try it again. I was actually thinking about it recently. Yeah. So so basically what I do to, like, trick my mind is I'll make, like, a – I go to the gym super early, but I still want to have, like, a little carb source in me before I go. I'll make, like, a bowl of cream of rice, and then I'll also mix together a pre-workout and, like, have it right next to my computer. So then I'm, like, working and drinking it. So I'm like, okay, I have to go to the gym because I just drank my pre-workout. It's not like I'm just going to sit here. And I'll even, I'll even drink, um, I don't even always drink like the stim pre-workout. I'll have stim free. So it's not like caffeinated, but I'm like, okay, I drank a pre-workout. Like I have to go work out. You know what I mean? That's such a good idea. I think I actually, I'm getting some pre-workouts soon. So I want to try that. I think that's such a good idea. I often like, I often struggle with that. Like I was saying, and I'll just plan to go in the morning and end up going in the afternoon it's like so annoying when your schedule gets messed up I know that's a good tip though because it's like you gotta do it um also I find that if I like put my workout clothes on before all of those things I'm more likely to go because if I'm like cozy in my pjs having my cream of rice I'm not getting up yeah so true it sounds like you're like me though like I need food before my workout which is so annoying because I'll get so nauseous if I work out without food. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, so jealous of people that can just get up and go. Because then, like, I feel like you'd be so much more likely to just go if you don't need to do the breakfast. Exactly. Except what gets me out of bed is the breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I get to have cream of rice. Go. Yeah. 
<laughs> it used to be oats, but I found that oats like sat in my stomach weird. But cream of rice digests quicker, so it's like a yeah. quick carb before the workout. Wait, I want to try that. I've never had cream of rice. It's fire. It yeah, really? it's so good. Like peanut butter on top. I love it. <laughs> yeah, my mom thinks I'm a weirdo. She's like, what are you making? <laughs> she's from Brazil, so she's like, all this like health, health yeah. uh, is foreign to her. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, I like the morning routine. And then what does, like, a typical night routine look like? Do you read, shower? Like, what's that look yeah. like? Yeah. Ideally. So, <laughs> ideal. And I think this is what I used to do before. Like, recently I've gotten pretty busy, so I'll, like, go on my computer and do some client work again. But At I night you do? Do you, do you have a cutoff time for yourself or not really? I get tired pretty early so like my boyfriend typically works pretty late mm-hmm. and he'll be like here or something like working at like 9 30 and I'll be like I have to go to bed why <laughs> so that's kind of like I'll I'll cut off because I'm I'm way too tired to keep going yeah. but okay ideal night routine would be I'll probably have dinner at like 7 30 and then after that maybe like do an hour of like comments on instagram like respond to comments from stuff i posted earlier in the day mm-hmm. uh, do probably just do some stuff on instagram and then some work with like following up with my clients and questions they had asked during the day and then um i probably would shower do my hair and skin routine told you i've been trying to get into that a little yeah. more but i've been pretty consistent skincare routine um it hasn't been showing yet but <laughs> no your skin looks good <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> um and then I fell off the wagon with reading but I used to be like so good with reading like mm. 30 minutes before bed so definitely that would be ideal to like start getting back into my routine just like going on my kindle and like reading a chapter mm. and going to bed yeah. yeah I go through phases with reading you know yeah. like I was super into it the first three months Mm. Colleen Hoover just like stole my heart and I was just like reading it back to back to back and then I just started this other book by a different author um the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo you read it but the text is so tiny and it's so long and I'm just overwhelmed like Colleen Hoover is very digestible and this one's like taking a little to get into it Mm -hmm. yeah took me a little bit to get into but it's so good I think I listened on audiobook too so it might have like gone quicker oh yeah that helps um I just like even when I fall off I'll like start with baby steps I'll be like okay five pages a day and sometimes that helps me exactly like the like Colleen Hoover like those type of books I was reading a bunch of those back to back which I love because they're so easy to get through but then after I read a few I was like all right I need some more serious books because I'm like reading the same thing over and over a little bit mm-hmm. so I've been I like my past three books have been about like different like wars and I think <laughs> it wasn't a good transition because like now when I open my book I'm like instantly depressed <laughs> <laughs> I need to like kind of I don't know I I used to really like having two books going oh like, that's smart serious, yeah like one serious one lighter and you kind of can like based on mood but like I'll also have like one on my kindle and one like on paper so like that's kind of like yeah yeah maybe I'll start doing that I used to do like a five to ten this is when I was like crazy in quarantine and had nothing better to do but like I'd read like my self-help book in the morning and then like a fiction at night yeah but now I'm like I can't even my brain like it just won't yeah (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh my God. I feel like self-help books too. Like if, do you have any good recommendations? Cause everyone I read, I'm kind of like this. Have you read Naval Ravikant's book? No, I don't think so. That's this amazing. Really? And it's very digestible and it's like good takeaways because sometimes I read yeah. books and I'm like, eh, now what? That's yeah. a good one. Um, the Almanac of okay. Naval okay. Ravikant. Yeah. I can text it to you after. That's a really good book. Yeah. I tell my clients to read that. I read, um, what's it called? The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, like, a few years ago, and I liked it. And I then I bought, the, I bought the follow-up that was, like, Everything is Fucked. It's on audiobook, and I've been listening, and I'm like, ooh, this isn't as good as I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. One that I want to get my hands on is uh, by, it's by Grace Beverly. Uh, working Harder, Hardly Working. Something around that. I forget what it's actually yeah. called, but I really like her because she's a. Oh my God. She's I like ran into her in London. What did you really? I my freshman year of college, I was like at a club in London, and I saw her in the bathroom. So like way before I started my Instagram or anything, obviously I'd still be completely starstruck. But I was like, oh my God, are you Grace? <laughs> yeah, I'm like I've been following you for five years. I'm obsessed with you. Oh my oh god, my god, that's awesome! I need to go yeah. to London. One of yeah. my my like manager for what I'm creating right now is from London and she's like come visit me all the time and I'm like okay yeah you have to go especially if you have like an actual reason to exactly I love a good British accent in a man (laughs) maybe my future man is there yeah okay I have a question so what brands are you currently working with and like what does that relationship look like like what does the um like workload look like from the brands because I feel like a lot of people have questions about brand partnerships and stuff like that yeah so right now um the main brand I'm working with is Buff Bunny Collections so I mean I don't know if I'm doing the whole brand thing wrong but like there isn't really any work for me like I mean like obviously I'll post all my outfits but like that's like literally what I wear to the gym every single day anyway so it's Mm -hmm. not like work really like so basically how that partnership is is like they will like send me their new collections like a week or two before launch and then I'll like obviously post it I'll typically do a giveaway or something and then if people use my code I'll get like a small commission um but obviously like even without the commission like I love getting their clothes yeah, <laughs> They're yeah. amazing um and then the other one I don't know if I should speak about it actually but oh is it like a supplement yeah, it's well. I I've been working with my protein for a while, but like they kind of like stopped answering, so I've, I'm not. <laughs> I've heard that happen before with brands. Really? Yeah, for that brand specifically. Yeah, I heard a story about that, yeah. <laughs> and like a few other ones. I don't know. I yeah, so I'm kind of you know I'm looking for another supplement brand right now because. I don't love a partnership where they don't answer. It's it's not the best. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I think, I don't know, partnerships with supplements and clothing brands kind of, I don't know if I love like exclusive ones. Is your with Buff Bunny exclusive? Yeah. So basically like my contract though is only every like three months. So they'll like renew it. Yeah. So it's not like too long, but I've renewed it now for like a year because. You like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I think if you like it and you're getting free clothes. Yeah. That's good. But my thing with like supplements is I've already, I mean, I've worked with three supplement brands now and it's just like, 
I don't know, my taste buds kind of get bored sometimes. I'm trying to change, yeah. trying to push something. I, I don't know. It's like, yeah. can't. what if I have a, an energy drink from another thing? I can't tell my people, <laughs> you know? It's like kind of weird. Yeah. So that's like where I, it gets iffy, but that's pretty awesome that you can just like yeah. post like yeah. that that's your partnership with them. You yeah. Know? A short-term one right now with Yasso, which I'm super excited about. <gasps> have you yeah, so the Greek yogurt bars that I have yeah. it like every single day. Yeah, that is so cool. Awesome. They'll definitely do one. Um, but yeah, they just sent me this box of all this ice cream. I'm so excited. I love Yasso. So it's not gonna be like a long term one, but I think it's just like a quick, like one off ones. Yeah. Yeah. I did that with yeah. Life Sum. It's kind of cool, isn't it? Cool that you yeah. can do that. I, I don't know. I know. <laughs> I'm like, am I supposed to like have a manager or something? Like, read through this contract. What's going on? Yeah. I'm still so new to it. Are you? Are, I'm just like learning along the way. No, same. I feel like I definitely should be like capitalizing on it more. To, like, work with people and maybe like actually read through these contracts. I know. I'm like, yep, sign free stuff. <laughs> exactly. I'll also like see stuff on TikTok talking about like all these things of like how even like micro influencers, if you have like three to five K followers, like you ask them to pay you like one to 5% for each pay post. And I'm like, whoa, I haven't been doing that. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's so confusing, but yeah, I guess we'll, we'll just learn as it comes. And also YouTube helps because like, I feel like now there's a lot of YouTube creators that are like, okay, here's what to do if you're trying to like, partner up with a brand like here's how much to charge here's how to go about the contract and I like watch those I watch like at least one video a week from this girl Vanessa Lau and she has saved me really yeah you should look it up um she's awesome okay I have another question how do you balance work coaching boyfriend friends and like nights out like is it hard with your boyfriend how long have you guys been dating We've been dating, I guess, a year and a half. It feels like longer, honestly. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's super easy with him because we live, like, 20 minutes apart. So we'll just, like, sleep at each other's apartment every night. So it's, like, I'll see him anyway, even though he, he works, like, 13 hours a day. So, oh, wow. Yeah, but I think that would be harder if we, like, didn't live so close to each other. And we have the same friends, so we'll, like, go out together on the weekends and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've honestly, I'm kind of just getting started with coaching. So it has been, I've, I've got to figure out a new schedule because the work is getting <laughs> to be a lot. Yeah. It's piling up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think it's been easy to kind of make it all work out. Like when I do have a consistent schedule. Uh-huh. So I think the been hard, like the past month or so is because I've traveled a bit. Like I just went up to Dartmouth for a couple days this week. I went to Spain to visit my sister for like 10 days. So with travel like that, I'm like, I don't want to be like on the computer and then like work piles up that you have to do. But like when I'm on a consistent schedule, I think it's a lot easier to balance. Like just like everything else, like when you're on a consistent schedule. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. But I feel like, like I said, like I'll do those morning and night things. And then through the day, I'll kind of just be, you know, taking my meetings for my job and doing the work I have to. And then like on my time off, I'll be like making my Instagram content. Um, and of course, like I work remote, so it's it's very easy to be flexible as well throughout the day um, and like respond to my coaching messages and do um, mm-hmm. check ins and whatnot. And one thing that I've implemented recently has been like I am not doing any work on the weekend. So I've kind yeah. of told my clients like 
if you message me on Saturday or Sunday, like I, I'll probably get back to you on Sunday, but like I am not working. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I think you really need to have those days off where you're just like not plugged into anything. So then, yeah, I guess for like social, social life, which is definitely important to me, like Friday and Saturday, I'm going to be going out, hanging out with my friends. And that's like, I think that that's like the social time because everyone else is working too. So yeah. I'm not like, people aren't really trying to socialize during the week too much, you know? Yeah. How do you like, um, this is like a selfish question, but I've never gone out in the city. Like, how is it going out in the city? Do you get yeah. like, um, what are those people that promote the clubs? Promoters. Do you Promoters? <laughs> do you get promoters texting um, you from your Instagram? Oh, oh my God. I've never even tried actually. Maybe I should. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it works. Like going out in the city. Yeah. I feel like it's like, so glamorized. Yeah, you definitely can, like, get promoters and stuff, like, some of my friends do. I'll typically go out with my boyfriend and his friends, so, like, honestly, like, it's definitely kind of fucked up, but, like, all the promoters, it's, like, girls only. Like, there's definitely, like, a big divide with going out in the city. Um, So we'll just kind of, like, go wherever, but it's honestly a lot of fun. So, like, one of the reasons I was saying, too, that it was a little weird transitioning from college to city is that I I was like a bit of a party rat in college Mm -hmm. and I would um I go out like three or four times a week with my friends and like Dartmouth wasn't like objectively fun but I had so much fun because it was just my friends Mm -hmm. so then I think coming here I was a little bit like at times I was like oh I feel like we're doing the same thing over and over like it's a little weird to adjust to but now is it getting nicer um and like I was away for a bit and now we're all back like it's gotten really fun because there's a whole different dynamic with the weather and stuff like yeah. you know going to like a rooftop bar going out during the day on Saturday and there's obviously like, so much to do in the city if you kind of like open up your horizon so it's it's definitely a lot of fun especially if you have some friends around here too yeah do you have any like restaurant or like cafe or any recommendations for people that are going to New York City I'm gonna write these down (laughs) let me think okay so one one really good restaurant I went to a few weeks ago it was it was kind of pricey but if you want to go to a nice dinner is Koi it's this really good um Japanese restaurant they have these really good hand rolls um cafe I'm trying to think I try to not go out to eat that often I try to eat from um, but Cafe Pana is literally the best ice cream in the city. It's so good. It's like two blocks from me, which is so great. But dangerous. I, it like blew up on TikTok recently, so now the lines are so long. But yeah. the ice cream is literally incredible. It's all made there. So if you can, definitely go. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Okay. Okay, the question of the week this week is, what would you say to someone who has never worked out before and, like, doesn't eat healthy, so a complete newbie? Um, Any advice for where to start? Do you want to go first? Yeah, um, I feel like a lot of people struggle with this, but I think the reason it's such a struggle is because it seems so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So I feel like my main tips would kind of just be to start with the basics and start small. So, like, I feel like a lot of people will fall off board or fall fall off board fall off yeah track track yeah um because they'll do like all or nothing and just start like being like i'm gonna work out every day like i'm only gonna eat healthy and then like they don't really know exactly like how to eat balanced yet so yeah. they'll just have salads all the time and then come weekend they're like oh my god i need to 
eat everything and now I feel so guilty and like I've fallen off track um so I feel like you know being kind to yourself like going to the gym maybe a few times a week and learning the basic movements and like obviously like using machines and dumbbells I think are really good um to help you get started and get your form down and then like not going too drastic on your diet just like trying to add in some healthier options Mm -hmm. um one thing that really helped me, which is kind of different from what I'm talking about now, is to follow Instagram influencers. That's like yeah. exactly what I did when I kind of started. And that's like you learn so much. So I think if you kind of look around, there's so much like free information on the Internet. And like, of course, it can get, you know, a little out of hand like if mm-hmm. there's too much everywhere. But if you find a few people like on social media that you trust and you like their approach, I think it's really helpful to follow them and kind of you know, get some advice along the way. Yeah, I totally agree. Like master the basics and then add. And then when it comes to social media, it could be so overwhelming. So I would say like pick two people to follow, like one person who you like their workouts and one person who you like their like meal ideas and then kind of base it off of that for fitness and food. And then when it comes to like the basics, like set a step goal for yourself. Maybe you're getting Mm -hmm. 3,000 steps right now. Maybe try to get like 5,000 and work your way up to 10,000 drink a gallon of water a day and kind of just master those things and make sure you're sleeping enough and yeah like have more colorful foods in your diet too start baby steps for me it was like when I first started I was like okay I'm going to work out and like I didn't even touch my nutrition I just started working out and I was like okay I got this down it's like been a month or two now I'm gonna be like okay I'm getting curious, like, what are macros? And then start learning about that. But you already got the training part down, so that's, like, already easy for you. And then you just add on to that. It's like when Mm -hmm. we start to try to do everything all at once where people get overwhelmed and then just fall off. Or you get, like, sucked into those stupid detox things. Yeah, exactly. I was also going to say, like, on the detox side and, like, how you said follow two influencers, I think that's so true. Mm -hmm. I would also, like, say, like, take out all the negativity from, like, your feed and, like, those detoxes, whatever, like, if you're following people on Instagram that you're, like, that's my body goals, like, that's what I want to look like, like, that's probably not a great mindset to get started with fitness, so if you have these people that, like, you're looking through your feed and it makes you, like, feel bad about yourself, I think that can definitely, like, be a lot more harmful than helpful with starting your fitness journey, so, like, if you're, you know, following those influencers, like, definitely take that with a grain of salt and follow people that make you like feel good about yourself that you can learn from rather than you know that you can compare yourself to yeah I like that idea I like that a lot and (laughs) I guess another one would be taking like stepping away from the scale for a bit like as scary as it could be but just like taking weekly progress pictures that's huge Because if you're going to start weight training, I know like a lot of my clients gain five pounds maybe within the first month, but then their progress pictures, they look so much leaner and they're like, how could I have gained five pounds? And I'm like, well, you see muscle and fat, the distribution's a little bit different. And yeah, yeah, that's like something cool to learn. Literally jealous of people. Like sometimes when I'm talking to a new client and they're like, oh, I've never worked out, whatever. I'm like, you don't. And how great of a position you're in because newbie gains, like when you go to the gym and you start working and you've never done it before, you're going to like gain muscle and lose fat at such an accelerated pace that like people can't if they've been working out for a while. So the scale is going to fluctuate. Don't focus on that. But like you're in a good position to make some changes. So you should be excited. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. 
Next segment we're going into is our two favorites of the week. So maybe we can like bounce back and forth. I can go first really quick. My first one is going to be the five minute journal. And I know everyone talks about this always, but they recently sent me an email and they were, they want to send me like a little gift package. Um, and they sent me the journal and I've been using it. I use it in the morning. The one thing that I have to get better at is at night you can go back and like reflect on your day so I'm gonna try to habit stack it and like when I go lay down and I take like my little sleep gummy I'm gonna try to try to uh finish out that reflection for the day but it's definitely been like helping me start my morning with a little more gratitude so that's my first favorite I need to get that that's such a good idea I I, like got into journaling for a second totally fell off but Whitney Simmons is the one that like I saw her post it and it's just so easy because it's like I would me just sitting down with a blank piece of paper and a pen is so daunting it's like what the heck do I write but when they give you these like easy digestible prompts it's way easier to actually do it oh my god I love that I'm gonna get that I think (laughs) Um, okay cool mine is I literally just posted this on my story but the Chobani sweet cream or sweet creme I don't know how to pronounce it but it's so good so I put it in like my matcha lattes which I've been having but if I have iced coffee or regular coffee I put it in there too I ran out and I bought like this different creamer from Trader Joe's and this other creamer from this grocery store near me and I got a coffee at Starbucks and like I hate to say it I don't want to waste food but I literally threw them all out because they were so bad in comparison to these sweet cream lattes I've been making so if you see that at your grocery store you gotta try it it's absolutely delicious i have a question about matcha have you always been a matcha drinker like matcha just looks like not i don't know it's like green yeah so i've (laughs) always been such a coffee drinker like i'm coffee coffee yeah but i recently kind of cut it down because it hurts my stomach so much like Mm -hmm. it was not a good part of my morning routine i'll tell you that (laughs) (laughs) i was like i need to like not do this so i've been having matcha which it's still like pretty caffeinated so that's not really the reason um but it like doesn't give me those like weird like cramps that make me feel bad so yeah i've recently started liking now that i haven't been drinking coffee i like the flavor better of matcha than coffee what does it taste like like if you i don't know because i looked it up one time and and the first word was earthy and i was like no (laughs) it's weird like if you have it on its own like it is kind of gross it like tastes like grass but like when it's like mixed with like you know cream this creamer and like I do almond milk and ice too and then it's like sweet it's like I don't really know how to describe it it's like an earthy like green tea type of flavor but like mixed with all the stuff it's just like it's sweet. almost like green tea ice cream when it's all mixed together okay yeah. I'll have to try it I'll, yeah. I'll give it a try I think I, some love some hate so yeah my next favorite is the apple like attachable keyboard because I have like my my MacBook up on a stand so I like uh-huh. have good posture when I work. Um I don't know, you probably can't even see know. it. Wait, maybe if I turn my camera on, can you see it? It's like a stand. Oh my god, that's such a good idea. Yeah, so but then my elbows, this is such a first world problem, but my elbows hurt cuz I'll like put them on my desk to yeah. type. But now since I have the attachable keyboard, I'm like perfect posture. You know? Oh my- uh, that's I need to get that you keep influencing me but like I literally this is how I lie in bed all day oh my goodness no yeah you need this my chair because 
like I feel like I'm hunched, so like I sit in bed all day, and like it can't be good for my neck. I think I'm getting like a permanent hunch. So. <laughs> It's so funny. I I like transition. I'm going to be working from home, not until like a year from now, because I'll be going into the office later. But I'm going to have I have a treadmill desk, which is yeah. kind of hard to to balance. Like I'm a little uncoordinated. Yeah. yeah. Or so I'm going to get um, the bike desk, I think. Oh, my God. Such a good idea. Because those can be you can be sitting, right? Yeah. So I want that. I want that too. Like my steps are literally a thousand a day right now. It's so are they really in the city? Like, uh, like not. Obviously, I try to not be that. But like, if I like stay at home all day and work and like just go to the gym and that's my movement for the day, and like I don't leave to get food, like they're so low. So yeah. I need to, I need to get some daily walks in. I don't know, but I need to get the little biking thing too. That's such a good idea. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, what's your last favorite? My last favorite is argon oil. So I have been putting, so my hair has been really dry. And like I said, I've been trying to get into hair care. So before bed, Mm -hmm. I'll put this argon oil on like the tips of my hair and it'll be like oily when I go to sleep. And then when I wake up, it like has absorbed into my hair. I mean, I don't know, maybe it absorbed into my pillow, but (laughs) my hair is so soft and luxurious in the morning after I do it. So I don't know. Hopefully it's good and not like someone's going to listen to the podcast and be like, no, no. no. Don't use that. A hairdresser is going to be like, don't ever put that in your hair. Uh, Do you sleep on a silk pillowcase? Um, I think what you need. And now I'm looking at my pillows and they're not. (laughs) Get a silk pillowcase for your hair. I'm telling you, like even for your skin, it's so much better for you. Oh my God. I need to do that. Okay. Okay. Well, three times over (laughs) so you need to get a keyboard a bike desk and a silk pillowcase yeah okay perfect that's on your to-do list awesome well thank you so much for being on the podcast i had so much fun this was so fun i'm so glad you asked me to be on it yeah now i have to do a city trip and go to cafe pana and koi Um, or no i'm gonna go to koi and then cafe pana for dessert (laughs) exactly if you come let me know we should definitely do drinks or something oh my gosh i'm so down perfect okay i'll i'll see you later okay